0: Welcome to Snack Overflow, a bite sized show about snacks and computers. I'm your host, Dreche Herpa. This week, we talk knowing the joy of avocados and having it taken away, high two rankings, internet writing, and the art of the gift send off. Yay! This week, our guest is Alexa. Yay! Hi! <laughs> <laughs> um, Alexa and I have known each other for some time now um, I, I don't know how, but we have um, Do you want to introduce yourself to the fine listeners of this show? Sure uh, My name is Alexa Guerra. Um Doretti and I
1: met through my boyfriend, I believe yeah. And some friends that yeah. you went to school with It's true um, Let's see What do you need oh. to know about me? I'm in marketing I also like
0: snacks Yeah Especially of the the pecan variety Ooh yes. I have so many questions about this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm struggling to think about when we first met, but I mean, I think it's just a long association, and I think we've both been here in the Bay Area for some time, Mm -hmm. so. At the beginning of that particular association, I'm sure. I think maybe it was, like, we had a mutual friend in town, and we went to, like, a Southern restaurant. Yes. Ariella was here. And... We went to dinner and I was like, I drove from the South Bay and everybody piled in my car. And you, oh yeah, cause you, yeah. you live in a different part of, I like dropped everybody off after dinner and mm-hmm. you live in a different part of town. Yeah, I was, oh, I missed that car, I got rid of it. Because I was getting far too many perks. <laughs> and, oh, I got towed a couple times. I got towed so many times it was worth more than the value of the car that I was like, I gotta let this go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then my uncle was like, I'll take it. And I was like, perfect. Um... Yes. So, to talk about pecan smart. So, yes, you are dating somebody who is like deathly allergic to nuts. He is, and I find that so interesting because, like, how <laughs> do you like? Because I know that you like Reese's Pieces quite a lot. Pieces, Pieces, Pieces. Reese, yeah, Reese's peanut butter cups. Any yeah. any
1: combination of chocolate and peanut butter is pretty good. Yes. Anything with almonds in it, I, yeah. of I of love nut butters. The pecans, I love. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that is so interesting because, like. What like where do you eat How these work? snacks? How does <laughs> it work? Do you is it strategic? Are you like when you get in fights? Are you like you know what? And then you eat like some peanut butter. <laughs> You're, like we it, it. Is occasionally <laughs> strategic. <laughs> or do you do all of your, and eating, he knows like, this, your so peanut <laughs> butter eating at work? Like you
1: do it away from home. <laughs> no. Um. Let's see. So there is some strategic uh, consumption of Reese's that happens, and he's aware of this. But for the most part. At home, I keep things to a minimum. It's usually just desserts. It's usually things that I don't want to share with him. So we'll never order Thai food or anything like that, for example. Um, Because I don't want to actually risk him getting... No, it'd be cool if he stayed alive. uh, Yeah, getting the the touch. But um, (laughs) yeah, normally, I mean, it's really the only thing that bothers him are the peanuts because they have such a powerful smell and he's the most allergic oh I think wow just over time he's uh, the sensitivity yeah there, I think when he smells it there are like some physiological psychological things that happen where
0: he yeah, kind I, of freaks out a little bit yeah I um, there's like a whole like response cycle yeah I, like operantly conditioned I
1: think th- I think there definitely
0: is for him Yeah. Um.
1: but other things he's pretty fine with yeah. Um. I actually a couple of years ago took a class to learn how to make french macaroons oh <gasps> And I made some, uh, for a friend's bridal shower and he came into the kitchen when I was baking and he saw them and he thought they looked really good and he he asked, you know, he asked if he could have one and I said, they're, they have almonds in them, they're made of almond flour, um, and sugar, don't eat them. And he said, well, I think I can try it. And he tried, he tried just like the top of one and he was fine. Okay. Um, he's since had run-ins with, like, some other nuts, so yeah. I, I definitely don't encourage that kind of behavior, but <laughs> really no, that's it's just, like, yeah. yeah, really it's just the, the peanut butter and, like, peanut uh, snacks that kind of
0: put him off. That's true. I remember uh, he gets accidentally peanut a lot. I think he like, does. We were at a, we were at, like, a wedding reception a couple of years ago, yes. and... We, I think he was very clear but like is there nuts in this and they were like yeah definitely and then they were like you lied because he like y- you had to leave
1: we had to leave yeah they said there were no peanuts in the sauce they said it was hoisin sauce well, that's a dirty lie <laughs> yeah well I mean we, he knew immediately that's <laughs> like the <laughs> his throat's just <are laughs> thing you lied to me yeah, yeah.
0: Um, that's so intense so yeah I guess you need to be very strategic about your peanut eating that's amazing <laughs> I don't even think about it I just have like almond butter everywhere
1: Honestly, with the, with almond butter or anything like that, I really don't think about it, and I, I don't think about it too much with peanuts. Um, normally I'll just eat it, and if he's really bothered by it, then he'll he'll make a face or something, and yeah. I'll go brush my teeth. And oh. normally it's fine. Everything will be but yeah,
0: he's. best part of that? best <laughs> part of this is that he keeps getting, more. He's like gaining allergies. Yeah. Since moving to California, like, I think the recent one was like pears. That just seems like. I thought that you stopped getting allergies after a certain age, like you know, after like adolescence. That it's yeah, like, okay, we're done here. Sorry, we're gonna <laughs> my body's gonna stop trying to kill me when I'm just trying to eat and sustain myself. I uh, heard avocados too, which is such that's it's a such a world, cruel I think. irony living in California, where you've got such great avocados and such close you're so in such close proximity. Well, I think that yeah, I think the
1: saddest thing about that is that it's a latent allergy, so he's. There has been a period of many years of his life where he could consume avocados, yeah. so he knows that they're the bomb. Yeah, but right. he just can't eat them anymore that's now.
0: Just, that's I've heard. <laughs> oh I would be so upset. I eat them in everything, and they have them in my office. So you can just like they just like give away avocados in California. They just give away avocados. They
1: really do. It's yeah. a total opposite of like I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm from Texas, so it's not as bad in Texas, yeah. but. I know in parts of the Midwest, it's like, if you want one good avocado, you have to buy three at the grocery store and they're all like
0: five bucks. Yeah. So you're paying a high premium for something that they like (sighs) give away, like in place of mayo at a lot of places here, (laughs) which I really appreciate.
1: It's not a funny story, but I at my office I have a um, a candy jar, and it's the only place in the office where you can. We have snacks in the office, plenty and plenty of snacks. Um, but it's the only place where you can get kind of like mini chocolate bars. Oh, interesting. So I stock it with mini chocolate bars. Um, you just get variety packs at Walgreens, Mm -hmm. and recently I've been putting high chews into the jar as well, and I've noticed since the high chews have come into play, that there's a definite <laughs> hierarchy in the things that people like. <laughs> in the snack jar. Yeah, like the 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 high chews are the first thing to go. Wow. And the first flavor to go is grape.
0: That's so fascinating. And the last
1: flavor to go is banana.
0: <gasps> oh, I love banana so much. <laughs> I would be the one eating up all the banana. In fact, I'm just going to... Okay, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not proud of this, but in my pocket, there is a, a banana, banana Laffy Taffy. Yes. <laughs> it my favorite flavor. And nobody at work, like, we have, like, a, we've got, like, a candy jar full of, like, Laffy Taffy, and I always am like, banana, yes, this is awesome. <laughs> it's always the one that's discarded, and I'm always like, yes, I've arrived. Like, these are all for me. That's so funny. Bananas lost to go. I'm. Bananas lost to go. As a fan of the banana, I'm both slighted, but I'm also very happy about it because, you know,
1: more for me. more for you, yeah.
0: Yeah, I get that. Oh, it's so funny. So then the high choose from grape to banana. But yeah. then you also have chocolate in there. There's peanut. also
1: chocolate. So the first of the chocolates to go, and this is also a more recent addition, is the peanut butter Snickers.
0: Oh, I had no idea they made those. They do. Snack I think, animations. I
1: think only in like the snack size. Oh, okay. Um I'm not a huge fan of things with caramel in them, so they're not okay. my favorite, but they go super quickly. Hmm. Um, yeah, so those regular Snickers, Milky Ways do pretty well, Kit Kats and Twix also draw a crowd.
0: So then what are, like, what are, like, the the lone forgotten ones? (laughs) The ones that are usually left um, are usually the little mini Reese's cups.
1: Oh, that's Um, perfect for you! Yeah, it's perfect for me, but the thing that's funny is we've kind of all agreed in, you know, my little pod at work that we all love Reese's, but in the minis... The peanut butter to chocolate ratio is too off. Low? Oh. It's yeah, there's not enough peanut butter. Oh,
0: interesting. Yeah, there's a little too much chocolate. <laughs> so, I'm gonna admit something to you now that I know will prefer our friendship in jeopardy. But like, I don't necessarily care for this particular kind of candy. I know, I know. But life is life is a rich tapestry. So, what I do like, and this is like so, I'm again ashamed to admit this, but. So the corner store near my house, mm-hmm. at my house, we call it uh Bougemart because they have brie and all kinds of fancy, you know, whatever. But they have like organic peanut butter cups. Oh. And they're so good. That is bougie. They have like a dark chocolate version. Is it the Justin's? Yes. Those are really good. Those are really good. And I, yeah. I like those quite a lot, but I guess I don't really care for the, I don't know. But I also like their, they have all kinds of like nut butters and yeah. stuff. So I'm. They make good stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat this. But also, I feel like, oh, this is classist as hell, you know, (laughs) because it is. Um, But have you ever, I think, like, living in the Bay Area, there's, like, a a hippie, bougie version of everything. Mm -hmm. Have you been into any of those versions of things?
1: I haven't really. I'm kind of a... I think the reason why I like Reese's and those particular candies so Mm -hmm. much is because it's, like... um, the stuff I grew up with Oh right. so when I was younger my stepdad would whenever he would go by the gas station he would get each of us me and my siblings he'd get each that's of us like so a candy so sweet. and mine was always a Reese's oh
0: that's so great <laughs> yeah oh so you have kind of like this thing when you're like oh
1: like yeah. this
0: is very
1: bucketed it's so great yeah and so I, the the Justin's peanut butter cups are really good um, and I appreciate them you know my, my palate has matured <laughs> but uh, from like a comfort perspective yeah. I'm I'm partial to the old school oh, that's awesome. stuff, yeah. So I mean uh, like Reese's has also come out with like dark chocolate cups yeah. and all that and I'm I don't get down with that. <laughs> <laughs> College, we went on a quest to find the best pizza in New York.
0: What? This is a perfect story.
1: Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's not there's not a whole lot to it, other than that we we spent a whole lot of time on subways, like going to different boroughs and um, trying to see like which pizzas were actually the best. We spent lots of time in lines. That's fantastic. Um, I think my favorite part of it is that the best pizza ended up being this, in our opinion. Um, from this place called Defara, and it's in Brooklyn, and it's not in like hipster Brooklyn. <laughs> it's in residential Brooklyn. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, there's, it's a hole in the wall kind of place. Um, they sell by the slice, which so it's not really a sit down place. Yeah. They have tables in there, but no one's gonna wait <laughs> on you. Um, and the guy running running it uh, is. I, I mean, I think he's. I hope he's still alive. But he was very, very old. He was in his eighties when oh. we went there in college, and he does everything. Like he won't let his kids. He has two kids with him. They're. Not, I mean, they're they're like adults at this point, but two of his kids work with him in the shop, and he doesn't mm-hmm. let them do anything other than help him put the pizza into the oven oh. and run the cash register. Like he does everything. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. So you wait forever and ever and ever to get this pizza because it's this one guy kind of like tottering around making everything but he does a fantastic job and he apparently has his water imported from Italy
0: and that's like what he uses to make the the dough and the sauce. I like that there's a little bit of an urban legend around it. It seems like a lot of money to spend on water for something but I would think so, yeah. but I mean, he's, he's making bank. Oh, if it's yeah. like a thing that people know about in the travel People, yeah, are...
1: people know about it. People yeah. definitely know about it. Um, I don't think, we, we didn't learn about it until maybe like a year into our search. Um,
0: oh, this is like a process.
1: Oh, this was all of college, pretty much. I'm
0: so impressed right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's well, well, so the, a lot of my friendships in college formed, um, because we, like, this person and I had similar tastes in food. Yeah. Um. And we all kind of decided that we really wanted to... Pay. New York had really good pizza. Let's take advantage of it. Let's yeah. figure out like which one we
0: think is the best. This is stellar. Yeah. This is a great snack for the So then do you have like... Do you still have your stack ranking from university? Like, I do. you still do. know?
1: I do. It's changed a little bit. So Defaro would still be at the top, but I haven't had it in years and years and yeah. years. Just because I don't think... I think going there now as... Tourists. I don't know if I'd really go all the way out there make the trek. Yeah. Um, because there isn't really anything else to see in the area. Um, we really liked Grimaldi's, but Grimaldi's has gone kind of mainstream. Oh. But, like there is one in San Antonio, Texas, which oh. is where I'm from. So hmm. San Antonio is like largely chain restaurants. So <laughs> I don't really I don't trust many things if I know that they're also in San Antonio. Yeah. Um, that's fair yeah uh, that one was pretty good there was another one that we really liked that's closed down unfortunately but it was called Titano's and it was on the Upper East Side and we we went there a big really big group of us bigger than normal usually it was only about four of us um, but we might have had like eight people and the people there were super friendly the owner they also made ice cream oh nice. um, so the owner found out where we'd come from which wasn't for the record, very from very far away, <laughs> but they were very impressed that we made it to across Central Park um, for whatever reason. But in any case, uh, they brought us the pizza, and the pizza was amazing. And then they brought us all um, gelato. Oh, nice! And they did the whole kind of like variety pack, every flavor they had. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of so it was like a little bit like hoity toity gelato flavors. Yeah. So it was delicious.
0: That's excellent. That's so awesome. Yeah, the only thing I want to do like that here is either a taco or a burrito crawl. Yeah. But I always thought that would be like a really good first date. Or I think, it, I think it would be. Or like a good date activity. Like, it would be a good like, date activity, yeah. Let's go and eat as many tacos as we can. But I have a very different conception of what romance is. <laughs>
1: so, no, I think when you find that that, that person, that's when it's uh, that's when you it's know. Real. Yeah. yeah. It feels.
0: I want to eat as many tacos as I can with you, and we're both going to be so uncomfortable. <laughs> but then we'll know it's love <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: It's actually So this weekend I was with a bunch of people Or two weekends ago um, A bunch of people in Colorado Many of whom I did not know for a friend's birthday One of them actually said He said I think fast food is an addiction Like I actually think it's an addiction Oh interesting um, Yeah he said that he his dad would Like regularly get it for him when he was a kid And he thinks that's why and that at the top of his list is Taco Bell. Oh, interesting. And so he said that he was... I, don't, I can't remember if he said it was something related to therapy, but I, or if he was just thinking about it. But he said he just realized that like pure happiness, like bliss <laughs> for him, was just be eating Taco Bell in his parents' basement. And he said that he was dating a girl, and uh, one of the reasons he knew that he really liked her is because for their second date, he said something about like... like a, we can do this. Like I have this plan, but like we could also just go to Taco Bell and try the the new Doritos Locos Tacos. That's awesome. And she was like, "Oh yeah, let's do that."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's out there. Yeah. I mean, true love is out there. So, yeah. I, yeah. I I love like that so much. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah, I I think a lot of these, like you know, I've been doing these interviews for a little while now and the, my favorite part is like people being like oh yeah and I'm like this guy that really liked me bought me all these snacks and then I liked him it was great <laughs> <laughs> um and I think I've told you about my friend Kelsey um, mm-hmm. who used to work at where you work um and she told me that <laughs> she told me that on the first Valentine's Day um that she was seeing her now husband, he brought her a hoagie and I like biked across town and was like, here instead of flowers, and I was like, That's love, this is love. <laughs> I want someone to bring me a hoagie across town and have put out a lot of effort to like go to my favorite place and then bring it to me. That's genius. So yeah, dudes out there. Bring me hoagies.
1: Well, Mike will joke about this, but when he when he and I met, I was a senior in college. I was a college student, I didn't have I wasn't flushed with cash. Yeah. Um I was very... I, I like cheese a lot, and I was very fond of just, like, going to the grocery store and buying a ball of mozzarella and just kind of eating it and yeah. sitting. He will joke that... <laughs> I definitely did this in front of him the first time that I met him. Oh, I awesome. The first night we hung out. Um, and we, this wasn't a date or anything. I wasn't trying to impress him. Yeah. But I definitely did this because I was drunk. Um I ate, like, a ball of mozzarella in front of him, and
0: he will joke and say that I ate it like an apple, and I didn't, (laughs) but I did eat the whole thing. (laughs) I like the idea of just eating mozzarella like it's an apple. I like that, like, flourish, even though we know that it's not true. (laughs) It's not true, but it is very satisfying to just eat the whole ball of cheese, because I
1: feel like, like, if you ever... Cook with fresh mozzarella, and you're slicing up. Like you, yeah. you really just you start you pick it at the end because yeah. it's, it's like a small. A, yeah. yeah,
0: it's like a weird, almost like an egg being poached. Like those little stringy bits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. we can talk about technology now uh we both we live in the bay area it is i guess you some people would say hotbed of innovation some people Mm. would be say cesspool of people i don't know (laughs) choose your adventure i'm i'm biased um but i mean i guess i'd be interested to either hear about like how you 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 yourself have used technology like Mm -hmm. an interesting way or kind of like your hot take on like tech culture or like even just like technology writ large and how it's kind of been affecting mm-hmm. our lives day to day. Like I really love my smartphone, but it's probably giving me cancer. You know, <laughs> like so any you know anything that you feel like you want to talk about?
1: Huh. That's interesting. Um, let's see. I'm in marketing, so mostly what I most of what I do on a computer is a lot of um, wrangling in Excel. So. Oh, okay. Mike claims that if I can do this, I can probably learn to code pretty easily. It's true. But it's just not something
0: that I have done. Well, you're, into this yeah. you're primed for a life of frustration already. Like, that's what I feel like programming is. It's like, oh, <laughs> putting up with some frustration. And so I feel like being in Excel all day, like, that's peak. <laughs> that's amazing.
1: As far as um, how I think technology has changed our culture, I think probably the one thing, and I've Feel like I'm gonna be branded as an old by saying this, but uh, the one thing that I've I kind of lament with um, the way the way we consume things right Mm -hmm. now is just that I think having everyone having technology is a very very good thing. Everyone having a forum like on the internet has been a good thing and a bad thing, right? Uh, on the bad thing side of it, I think it's making the
0: standard of writing, like just overall writing quality, very, very bad. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, because you're not like really on a beat anymore, right? You're, like, not, you're not
1: on a beat and anybody can write. I mean, it, the beat thing aside, it's really yeah. just that like you can, anybody can publish anything without like that, like for... that that person even having a second look at it. Yeah. And so it's definitely different from only consuming things in print that right. several people have looked over right. and, you know, someone types that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's kind of the one thing
0: that I, That's true. I dislike. I wonder if, like, because of that, there's been sort of like a wheat and chaff sort of scenario. Like, um, you know, I know that if I go to certain publications, I'm like, oh, I'm generally going to find good writing here. Or kind of like yeah. whenever something gets tagged like a long read, I'm like, oh, I'm probably going to like... Yeah. this because someone put some actual effort into it. Yeah. And in this case, I wish that there was like an internet tip jar for me. Like, this was mm-hmm. good.
1: My father was a newspaper journalist. Oh, interesting. Um, So I, I th- maybe because of that, I grew up like with an appreciation well, an appre- for it. Yeah, an appreciation for it. And I kind of always had him over my shoulder, like helping me become a better writer. Yeah. Um, I don't use it a lot. Of, well, I use it. I don't you know, I'm not, like, a writer in my work life, but yeah. um I, yeah, I, I definitely have an appreciation for writing well, and, like, on the journalism side, I, I have an understanding of what it takes to to do something well, and I feel like the, that's, yeah, that's not something I see now, and I don't,
0: I don't see it coming back, which is kind of sad. Yeah. I guess, yeah, again, like, the race to the bottom means so that nobody wins, right? Yeah. Especially if you're chasing kind of, like, Especially on the internet, like one percentage point of a penny or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you're not gonna be seeing. I, mean, I don't know. I just feel like journalism used to be flush with cash, you mm-hmm. know, and like the late '80s, early '90s it was yeah like a kind of place where you would have an expense report for and yes. you would have or an expense account, and you would have like all of these resources. And now yeah, for sure, it's a complete 180, and everyone's kind of like fighting over scraps and so yeah. People also are like incredibly pedigreed, from what I understand. I mean, I don't know anything about media, mm-hmm. but it seems like people are like going to journalism school, mm-hmm. and like, you know, it, the the route to becoming like a journalist is it's much different. It's almost more akin to being a Kardashian than is being a journalist because you like build your own brand, your personal brand, and yeah, like be someone that people both like and trust, mm-hmm. and then. You know, then you have all these followers, and then you can go wherever you want, and then people pay you an actual living wage, you know? (laughs) You have to do all this, like, weird brand building uh, that you didn't have to really do before. Like, yeah, I would always kind of know who, like, I always know who, like, Maureen Dowd is. Yeah. When you write for the New York Times, people kind of know who you are. Yes. But, I don't know, just, like, the idea that, like, that's what's necessary today to do well is so interesting to me. Because I see kind of, at least in tech, I see streams of that, mm-hmm. you know, people, personal brand building, and mm-hmm. I mean, even at the place where I work, there's been, like, status hires because of, like, people know who they are from the internet, yep. and, like, having a lot of Twitter followers or whatever, and not to say that these people are not qualified, they are intensely qualified for the work they're doing, but, you know, because you know who they are, it's like, oh, X person is going to work here, like, that's so exciting, <laughs> and that's been, like, something that's happened to me, not just at this job, but in, in previous jobs, and so it's, I don't really have, I, I don't really want Twitter's for jokes, like... <laughs>
1: Twitter is for jokes. <laughs> yeah.
0: And and uh And really great animated gifs and me talking about Beyonce. Yes. That's kind of mostly what I'm interested. Or like food. I guess I'll talk about food too, but I guess. <laughs> or like an article that I like that was really well written. Mm-hmm. This was good. You should read it, you know? Yeah. But like, I'm not using Twitter to be like, and my personal brand is. Yeah. Blah. You know? Had a nice time on Twitter because I I view it as this weird performance art that we do. Yeah. But not taking it super seriously. i
1: agree with that. i I have read, I have read some books from people who are that I I know of as mainly just Twitter personalities, and they mm-hmm. they have been good. Um, but I I do think I mean they're they're kind of like the diamonds in the rough. I think I think for yeah. the most part it's it's a lot of people who have a lot of things to say but are not getting any kind of I don't know. Guidance on how to write it better. Or yeah, they're getting, I don't know. They're they're getting. They're saying something that's maybe a little bit pity and um, funny, but the the positive reinforcement they're getting from however many followers or likes yeah. is probably not in
0: line with like the quality of what they're actually writing. Yeah. Um, and just the hot take kind of cycle. It's well like I don't Yeah. Like, I don't think people aren't incentivized to write well
1: no not at all so why would they I guess yeah, yeah. that's why it's
0: definitely yeah. a waste of the problem um, uh, I don't know so I think we even been coming because we both have, I think I have an English degree mm-hmm. and I'm writing computer software <laughs> <laughs> yay <laughs> <laughs> snuck in the back uh, and you I think you also have either a writing degree or a degree in English I have an English degree and okay so same same yeah. and I always thought like I'm going to be a writer, mm-hmm. or I'm going to do something with this degree, and it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And the, the longer I've been on the internet, the more I'm like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I'm just going to be good at communicating my thoughts and ideas to my workmates, and treating every blank text box on the internet as like a, uh, like a way for me to write a joke. Yes. And, <laughs> you know, and, 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 like, every time I schedule a meeting, I'm like, oh, this is a like, good, I can put a joke in here. You know? so maybe that means I'm like, under in terms of like my writing wife, but like for a long time I was like, I'm gonna be a writer. Yeah. It's mean, gonna be me and then I thought, you know, it's cool eating. <laughs> like you know it's cool paying off my student loans. So like I don't do that, but like every once in a while I'm like, Oh yeah, let's like let's see. And I'll like write something people be like, that's really good and I'm like, haha, still yeah. got still <laughs> But yeah, my 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 post tech plan is to hold up and write a book but you know that may not be for many years yet.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good plan. I never thought I was going to be a writer. I thought I was going to be an editor. Mm. Um, and I graduated in 2008, which was a terrible, yeah. terrible year for publishing. Yeah. So, yeah, I interned at a publishing house um, in the Bay Area for a while and quickly realized it was not for me. Yeah. To be an editor, you have to have more patience than I <laughs> could like, ever <sighs> show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, now I'm in marketing. Um, whenever I, I do get to write, I have a lot of fun with it. I think probably the thing that I had the most fun writing um, sort of recently was a couple, maybe like two years ago, a friend of mine. Um, she was sick, and so a bunch of people were sending her just like gifts, things that range from like flowers mm-hmm. to cupcakes. Um, so I sent her uh, a Kindle version of a book that I really liked and a note about. Um, you know, what besties mean to each other. Oh, that's so nice. But I did it in the the style of the uh, the people that write the, the betches love this. Oh <laughs> so, so it was a lot of fun that's like, like to know. Yeah, like it was a lot of fun numbers. like getting to, to like ape someone else. Yeah. Um and that kind of thing I have a lot of fun with. Yeah. But yeah, in general, it's, I probably should do more of it and yeah. not complain about writing being bad. But put, <laughs> so try to put then, some good writing out there. But know, that's
0: very really akin to like my take on Yelp reviews. Like I <laughs> take advantage of the ecosystem, but I don't put anything back into it. But then you know, like, do I get to complain about a thing if I don't try to fix the thing? Like Eddie K. of my e-correspondence would be just ridiculous because they can't in, in book, in you can't have animated gifs in a book you cannot have animated gifs in a book that's so much of my communication these days yeah you would need the interactive yeah like if it was like gen. yeah like a, like a kindle <laughs> or an ipad version so the gifs are just so important to like how i communicate these days not always an old <laughs> you hashtag <youth> culture
1: <laughs> Gifts i do love i do love the use of gifs um I, yeah, I, it's a like, it's a great source of pride whenever anybody tells me that one of my emails made them laugh. Um, uh, yeah, cause I mean, at the end of the day, I will say, <laughs> I know that writing well is a very, very yeah. hard thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I know that <laughs> I probably don't do it
0: particularly well, but I know what it's like to read good writing. <laughs> uh, yeah, this also, yeah, someone told me my gift game was impossible at work and I was like, yes, this is what it feels like to arrive <laughs>
1: We have a lot of a lot of people that I work with who, who make really good use of gifts. Yeah. Um, so my my boss who just left, he was a very um avid gift user and he always had like the perfect gift yeah. for the whatever same. the moment. Yeah. Um and so I was talking with a friend on the team when he was leaving, we were like, What are we what are we gonna do for him? Like we can't we don't wanna give him a card because yeah. it, it seems kind of impersonal, we're all just like signing our names in it. Um we don't wanna give him flowers because that would be ridiculous. <laughs> Um, And so she said, she was like, maybe like a, a gift salute. And it was just perfect. Oh, that's awesome. So we all um, sent him gifts that, well, my my guidelines were gifts that, you know, express your well wishes for him in his next gig, or, you know, show how you feel about his leaving.
0: Oh, like crying gifts. Yeah. Or so like shaking. We,
1: yeah. <laughs> so I kind of, I wanted to get mine started. So I just kind of threw some things together, like gifts that I thought were Funny yeah. Zoolander is always great for that, and then um, like, gifts of you know someone saluting him. Um, but some people really went for it, went for it, yeah. and it was like you know when you said you were leaving, I felt like this, and <laughs> I'm gonna miss that. You're always down to party, and it's like a gift, Mrs. Doubtfire vacuuming. Um, so we have some, we
0: have okay. some pretty intimidating uh, gift users. Sometimes I use a good prompt. <laughs> Yeah. I will say that my Dropbox accounts, my, my primary usage is GIF. Whenever mm-hmm. I see a good GIF I'm like, oh this is gonna be good later. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, gif support in like a lot of like the internet programs I use are it's, it's makes that's them, very key. Yeah, it makes it fun to use. Mm-hmm. You know, then i am like, oh, okay, like again, empty text box. Could be anything. <laughs> and I am really into that. So yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll write more. Maybe I won't. I think you should write more. I'd like to read it. Well, I have some stuff on the internet. Yeah, we'll see. I don't. I don't have any good writing prompts. I have like some things like bopping around, but nothing. I'm like, I'm going to commit this to paper. <laughs> but I also feel like some of the things I think are kind of like I should not say this while wanting to stay employed. <laughs> 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 Do you know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. Because capitalism is so necessary in our society. Like. We're like <laughs> Being able to eat whatever snack I want, whenever I want, you mm-hmm. know. So having money that. is cool for the consumption and delivery of snacks. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> so sometimes you gotta keep your, you know, keep your penis yourself. If yeah, but then I always am like, people who don't say the thing on the internet, that's dumb, you know. Like <laughs> you put your name on it. Yeah, I think people who are anonymous about things are, I don't know. Oh, I think that's obnoxious too. Yeah, it's obnoxious, but like. But maybe there's a reason for it, you know, particularly... This, like, maybe it's, like, the internet version of the Witness Protection Program.
1: I feel it, like, Yeah. I think... I always think those things are more impactful when they have a name
0: attached to it. That's so. true. What if I make up a pen name? I was... Yeah, just thinking... Snacky she... Onassis. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling Alexa that I am soliciting alternate names for this podcast because it's only a matter of time before I have to change it. So, because of the pun that this shows made on maybe at some point I'll have ticked somebody off. But so snacky ones is either a pen name or potential new podcast name. (laughs) (laughs) With your host, Snacky Ones.
1: Can it be both?
0: (laughs) It could be both. Yeah. Snacky Oness (laughs) is with snacky ones. but yeah, I'm just I should I should write these things down (laughs) for for future like perusing. Do this, I know we've been talking You're about this welcome. for a long time. I think I sent you an email with purposely like exclamation point 111. It was like, Come do this! I finally have like a proper setup. So we can like record your voice. Um, so I'm gonna like, just season two, is happening soon, so maybe you can be at the repeat guest. I yeah, don't know. yeah, who knows? The future is bright. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you again. This is really lovely. Welcome, Yay. thank you for speaking to me about. The stuff that I like to eat. (laughs) I'm exceedingly interested in a very, like, snacks, people's baby photos, on, like, what they think of the internet. Like, I'm always, these are, like, this is what I want to talk about, like, all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, bye, everybody. Snack Overflow is produced by me, Drachi Herba. Music This Week is courtesy of the band's super users with additional help from Delta Is. You can find us online at snackoverflow.fm or on Twitter. Our handle is at snackoverflow.fm. As always, thanks for listening. Also, Twitter is for jokes. Yeah, Twitter is for jokes. Twitter is for jokes.